This is a headgum podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. Both of them were goldfish. It was the cabin of an airplane. He stabbed him with an icicle. And the horse was named Friday. Bark, bark, bark. Dogs knows it. <laughs> Keep it. Keep, Keep that. It. KJ, isolate that file. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark. Dogs know us as riddles and bits. It's a riddle, riddle. Wow. wow. Nice. I like I'm that. I'm Doghead Rafai. I'm Jay Barksy. And I'm Meow Meow Keep. <laughs> Am I doing it wrong? Yes. Mm, yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Entirely wrong. Last night, I finally I found a nickname that Aaron likes. Yeah. What is it? Kiki. Kiki. Mm-hmm. Call me Kiki like Keep. Like Kiki. Let's have a Kiki. That's... I want to have a lock the door. Yeah. But That's I was like, do you mind thing. if I, I was like, how about Kiki? And she's like, I love it. Kiki's and I, good. I said, what about Tiki? And she goes, I like Kiki better. And then I go, what about Kinky? And she gave me a wink, but then her eye got stuck shut. Oh. And I had to go to the hospital. I had to call, <laughs> call 911. Yeah. Um, Aaron, you have classically what is called real sticky eyes, correct? Yeah. yeah. I mean, famously, I have mm-hmm. real sticky eyes. Sticky. Don't ask why. I won't. Um, okay. So uh, we she's have something. She's got super <laughs> sticky eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone knows I have super sticky eyes. All right. I have something very special planned for this episode. What? Um, Can't wait to ruin it. Uh, we're going to go into a different universe. I know, truly. What? Um, and uh, are we ready? Am I ready to go into a different universe? You heard me. Yes. Okay. I was born ready. All right, KJ, somehow make this episode in black and white. And all right, it's Whoa, black and white. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and now um, let's hit them with a new. JPC and I are both white still. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Um, and let's hit them with that new Arnie Parrot The city, Riddle City. We pan over to a window and see a man leaning up against a desk just lit by the light of his cigarette. Behind him is a door that says Ratag Itseveni Itseverip, which is private investigator backwards. Oh, nice, yeah. You get it? Because the door would have to... No. Yeah, the man puts out his cigarette and sighs. The man is Brick Stoneheart. Adel, this is you. Brick has been a PI for 15 years, but before that he was the best cop Riddle City had ever seen. 
He had to retire from the force in disgrace and move over to the private sector, but we don't know why. He's book smart and he knows the ins and outs of Riddle City. Just don't ask him about his past love or why he's not a cop anymore. Seriously, don't. You'll be tempted to ask. Before I know I'm making you curious, but don't. What? Before you can c continue, can I ask for my name one more time? Brick yeah. Stoneheart. Brick Stoneheart. Is this a fun voice for Brick Stoneheart? I love it. Don't change anything. Or should it be more like this? My name is Brick Stoneheart. You have JPC's intro to decide which one of those two to choose. It's busy season for criminals in Riddle City, so he has hired a new assistant, the best amateur boxer this town has ever seen. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, no relation. <laughs> JPC, that's you. Okay, and um, just a note of clarification: when you say amateur boxer, I'm a professional boxer that only boxes against amateurs. Right? <laughs> yeah, <yes>. Got it. <laughs> I was assuming that you were like a shitty type of dog. Focus. <laughs> yes. But he's got a new baby at home, and his wife doesn't want him fighting anymore, so he's got a part-time job as an assistant to a PI. He's got street smarts and a hot temper. They've been solving crimes for about two months. I wonder who's about to walk through their door next. In the meantime, the men talk about the most recent case they solved. Well, hey there, Mickey. What do you want with that voice? And hey there, Bricky. Mickey and Bricky, just two P.I.s, P.I.ing their way through the town. P.I.S.S. Oh, piss. <laughs> I can't believe we solved the case of the missing pisser. Yeah. We found that pisser pissing off the bridge in mm -hmm. Little City. Of course, that... Piss got into the tap water, and everyone in town drank it and found out that we didn't tell anyone about it, but we let bygones be by piss. Because it was such a minimal <laughs> amount of piss that got into the tap water, no one seemed to care. Yes, and once piss starts to spread out, of course, the flavor Disseminate, dilutes. Disseminate, yes. So, yes. <laughs> and and uh, coincidentally, luckily for us, it was a weak pisser. Yes, a weak pisser, and of course, we'll never tell the town that that person had just had sex recently, so there's a little bit of cum. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Case closed on that one. <laughs> In walks Madeline DeMarc. Ga-ga-ga-goo. Exactly. Ex-lover. Hey, don't remind me of my baby that I got at home. <laughs> Look at the getaway sticks on that one. In walks Madeline DeMarc, ex-lover oh. to our beloved P.I., now married to the chief of police. <gasps> Look at the meat sticks on her. She looks frazzled, but also her legs are long. Flesh pipes. I'm doing this right now. Yes. <laughs> And then she speaks. My brother went missing three whole days ago. And I can't tell my husband because I suspect foul play. And the police might be involved. You re remember my brother, don't you, Brick? Marky DeMarc? Marky is a dock worker and is always falling into trouble. I'm really worried about him this time, Brick. Will you help me? Wait, he's a dock worker? I thought you always said he was a duck walker. Can't you be both? <laughs> oh, Brick, I miss you. I miss you. I can't believe you left me for the police that you leave. <laughs> Sorry, I get nervous when I talk to you. Madeline, was it? It's because my legs are so long. Madeline oh, yes. Mark, of course. Do you mm. like my red coat? And who is this? Oh, what? this is my new partner, Mickey Rourke. Oh, yes, the boxer. The professional boxer who boxes amateur yeah. boxers. 16 and 0. Well, technically, the other way around. 0 and 16. And Mickey, can I ask, <laughs> the boxers that you're wearing on your on your uh, genitals, are those... Fruit of the loom. <laughs> so professional. Yes. Do you wear professional boxers? I wear, I, I wear them like I see them. Fruit of the loom boxers. The only boxers that keep my bits all snug and tight so Madeline I can do... get into fights. Hold on, I'm not done with the tagline. The only boxers that keep my bits <laughs> snug and tight so I can get into fights and win every fight. Punch out the lights of every uh, uh, dame and child in the land. Well, no, well, hold on now. 
by reading that copy wrong. I don't punch names and childs. Uh, but I bet you're wondering the last time I saw Mark. Speaking of a I... knockout. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. Uh, before I answer that question, uh, I mean, it's Riddle City. And you know in Riddle City, the law is that you have to answer as many riddles as the person wants before they can give you information about a crime. Mm, Does this make we... sense? Am I forcing this too much? No. no, this makes sense, and it's fun. We like it. Yeah, just like our sister city, Bridge Troll City in Germany. <laughs> Madeline, it looks like you're wearing nothing under that red coat, oh. except for a smile. Who, me? No, I, I can know. clearly see the outline of a dress. <laughs> Here's your riddle. That's her skin. She had that surgery. Speaking Ooh, of dress clothes. Dress surgery? <laughs> Speaking of clothes, case closed. There's a reason why men's clothes have buttons on the right, while women's have buttons on the left. What is it? Because men are always right. What's the reason? And women get left behind. <laughs> Here in Riddle City, of course, just in Riddle City. Just in Riddle Not University, just in Riddle City. Well, no, but uh, yeah, there is a gender, Madeline, take me back. A gender gap quality. Take is, me uh, back by issue. reciting a memory. You know I'm in love now. And yeah, we used to hold hands, and you'd kiss my hand really gingerly, and we would be in love. But uh, answer my riddle about the buttons. I have no context. Is there there's a relationship here that I, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that you two shared? Oh, you didn't hear the narrator before? We used to kiss hands. Okay, no. And tell. That's fine with me. Uh... This is confirmation. I, uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, Br Brick. I thought you were like a, just a, a classic bachelor. Brick and I used to smoke into each other's faces. Oh. You know, an old movie with old movies where people are just smoking so much, it's like at each other. Wait, yeah. movies? Movies are brand new. What do you mean, old movies? <laughs> oh, shut up. You know, like Nikki the first Rook. one. That's, this is that train coming at the audience, oh. and everyone screamed. I saw that movie. I hightailed it out of the theater. <laughs> and, and Mickey. Yeah. Just between you and I, every oh. once in a while, we used to blow smoke in each other's genitals. Oh, okay. There's a reason why men's clothes have buttons on the right, while women's have buttons on the left. What is it? This is more of a historical fact this than is, it is a riddle. This is a historical fact, then? Now, Madeline, call me crazy, but I feel like most clothes have buttons down the middle. <laughs> what do you mean by right and left? Oh, I could just eat your nose, Brick. Let me take Please a look. don't. The, the goose in town famously ate <laughs> it off my face. Let me take a look at what I'm wearing right now. Um, okay, foot of the loom boxes. No uh, buttons on those. In a pair of boxing trunks. No buttons on those. Uh, look at my shoes. Ah, two little buttons on the shoes. Oh, I think I know it. All right. Is it because when women have buttons, uh, that they need help with uh, fastening them? Yes. So that the men can uh, somehow you help them out. You sort of got it. I'll read the answer. <laughs> Most people are right-handed and find it easier to fasten a button, which is on the right through... Sorry. Most people are right-handed and find it easier to fasten a button, which is on the right through a hole, which is on the left. This As is why Madeline read the answer, I took out another cigarette. It, are you narrating your life what? again, Rick? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is why men's buttons are on the right. When buttons were first used, it was the better off who could afford clothes with buttons. Among this class, the ladies were often dressed by maid and maids and servants. The servant would face the lady, so it was easier, easier for the right-handed servant to fasten buttons, which are on the lady's left. Madeline, can I say something to you? Yes. Now, you said better off. Now, of course, this is a film noir, so it should be better off. Better off. It's a film with no Oz. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump out this window. <laughs> no. Very nice, Bick. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll tell you the and last... And Mickey Orr. <laughs> you two are really incredible detectives. You're asking all the right questions. Okay, I'll tell you the last place I saw my brother. The night he disappeared. He was down at the Moxie. 
Which is that bar. The Moxie, that's that bar. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Brick, you're quite fond of that bar yourself. Maybe go down there and talk to the bartender. He might know what to do. And with that, Madeline DeMarc turned her back on Brick again and walked out the door, taking her hot body with her. Picture Aaron Keith levels I, of hot. I hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her go. Uh, for a second there, I forgot that I was not here in a Kentucky Fried Chicken because look at those drumsticks walk away. Ooh, yeah. She's so hot. Did you hear she's like Aaron Keefe hot mm. oh. for context? All right, the gentlemen walk into Moxie, a smoky bar. You see you move. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a fire in the kitchen here. Oh, yeah. Put that out with my cigarette. Put that fire out. Yeah. We see I've suddenly turned southern. How, what? Wait, I lost and, my accent. Oh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I'm still your best friend. And, uh, my true, name is Trick Stoneheart. We see musicians warming up on the stage that sits in the center of the room. Behind the bar, we see Jim Fizz, a bartender who's been serving liquor to the locals for 20 years. The regulars call him Old Jimmy Fizz. They don't call him Slow Jim Fizz? I, that is funny, but I was... Don't worry about it. He's cleaning glasses, and he looks exactly how you imagine him. Hey, Jim, I see you're cleaning your own spectacles. Holy cow, if it isn't the mystery, boys. I haven't seen you in my bar in quite some time. Can I get you gentlemen anything to drink? Now, I believe the last time we were in here solving the crime of the parrot who was masquerading as a pirate. <laughs> no, 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 a parrot who was masturbating on a pirate. That's what I said. I thought it was a pirate masturbating on a parrot. Either way, we caught the crook and we locked him up. And you said we could have free booze as long as we uh, were still alive. All right, well, what kind of drink can I make you? Well, of course, you know it's the 1920s, so I'll take a new fashion. It's 1948, I what said. What did I say? The narrator said at the beginning, you want an old-fashioned? I'll make fashions. an old fa a new fashion for my favorite guy. And what do you want, Mickey Rourke? Uh, I'll just have my classic. I'll have a lizard pimple. All right. And remind me, what's in that? Almost everything and a wink. All right. Uh, are you in, Are you working on any uh, interesting... Uh, <laughs> well, can't really talk about it, Jim, Cases but I do want to ask you a question. Have you seen, you know Madeline's brother, I forget his name, but oh. have you seen him, the old dock worker? Uh-oh, it's Riddle City, so you know what that means. I gotta ask you a riddle before I give you any information. Before you do that, let me make my way over here to the jukebox and see if I can play something that'll uh, set the mood. Let's see, Lenny Kravitz, Third Eye Plant... Red Hot Chili Peppers. 1948 classics. <laughs> a lot of big bands. These are all songs by Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, enough of this. Well, let's get to the riddle and I'll play some music later. All right. The name of this riddle is A Stranger in the Hotel. A woman... Quick story. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time where a stranger broke into my hotel room? Now, you don't sneak up on a professional amateur boxer in a hotel room. I beat the crap out of that stranger with left hooks and double jabs and a couple of uppercuts. And As when Mickey I... told his story, I wondered to myself, hey, why didn't he put on a full set of clothes Rick, before you... Uh... You do that again. Damn it. Uh, let me finish my story. Anyway, I turned the lights on and it was the bellhop, the boy who was uh, set to bring up my luggage. Now, I cr cracked up laughing. I was so embarrassed, and he was a good sport about it. He died two weeks later, succumbed of his injuries in a hospital. But, of course, it's 1948, so how could I be responsible for that? Stand your ground, folks. That's what I always say. Now, slow Jim. Back to your visit story. Oh, Mickey, you sure do have your Ph.D. in the sweet science. Mm -hmm. You're a pugilist through and through. Mm -hmm. All right. A woman was sitting in a hotel Pugilism. room. Hands. Deadly. Ph.D. A woman in a hotel room. A woman was sitting, sitting in her hotel room, and there was a knock at a door. 
She opened the door to see a man whom she had never seen before. He said, oh, I'm sorry. Have I made a mistake? I thought this was my room. He then went off down the corridor to the elevator. The woman went back into her room and phoned reception to ask them to apprehend the man who she knew was a thief. What made her so sure? Because he stole her heart. Hmm, yes. Only a man uh, knocking on a woman's door, a perfect stranger, passing ships in the night. No, no, that's not correct. Let me ask you a question, Jim. Was the man dressed in a specific way? As in, was he wearing a white and black striped shirt? The only two mm. colors that exist in our universe. Of course. Uh, and a little sneaky <laughs> raccoon mask around his uh, face, like a hamburglar. No, but that's an excellent question. Thank you, Jim. A woman was sitting in her hotel room when there was a knock at her door. Mm -hmm. She opened the door to see a man whom she had never seen before. He said, oh, I'm sorry. I have made a mistake. I thought this was my room. Then he went off down the corridor to the elevator. A woman went back into her room and phoned reception to ask them to apprehend the man who she was sure was a thief. I got a question for you, Brick. Now, let me put this in a way that you might understand and I definitely can relate to. What's I'm that? a boxer through and through, and I would never punch a fellow in the face if I thought it was my face. You understand where I'm coming from? Uh, Why would you knock at your own door? <laughs> oh, I think you just solved it, Mickey. I'm sorry? You just solved the riddle. Oh, did I? She reasoned that if it had really been his room, he would have had not... Sorry. She reasoned that if it had really been his room, he would not have knocked on the door, but used his key. You ever go home, even if you live alone, and knock on the bathroom door if it's closed, and then wait for a second to Just see? Just in case there's a ghost pooping. A ghost pooping. Yep. <laughs> you ever you ever had that, Jim? Yeah, my name's Slow Jim Fizz. Kind of a fun name, huh? For sure. Hey, can we get our fucking drinks? All right, here you go. Also, I will answer your question about Maki the Mac. Are you ready? Yeah, Maki the Mac, the dock worker. He been in here? Yes, okay. The last time I saw Maki was Friday night. He was arguing backstage. Friday night? That's fight night. <laughs> Every night's fight night when you've got a fight scheduled. He was arguing backstage with his girlfriend, Miss Coco Cashmere. You know, she's the singer-performer at the spa. After I left that night, I could still hear them screaming. But if you see Maki, tell him I'm looking for him, too. That son of a bitch owes me a lot of money, and I'm getting impatient. Miss Cashmere is backstage right now, if you want to talk to her. The last time I heard Coco scream, I was brewing a big cup, and the kettle went off. <laughs> last time I heard Coco scream was when I was eating a nice bowl of pebbles, chocolate pebbles. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mickey mm -hmm. and Rick walk through the velvet curtain. No, we're still talking about no, Jim. No, we're still out of here talking about Jim. I don't get what's, uh, what's your favorite color? Oh, God. Okay, let's see. Where are you uh, from? Black what's or that white. Probably black or white. Jim, what's that accent? It's sort of a New York Boston mix, cause Where? A New York Boston mix. Mickey, you ever hear, heard of those cities? I've All heard I of know is Riddle Ridley. City. York. Of course, there's also Puzz Town. <laughs> yeah, two cities. Taylor, two cities. Uh, Let's go talk to. What's her name? Coco de Creams? <laughs> Mickey, Miss Coco knock Jim out. Knock Jim out. Hold on, Jim. All right, hold on. Hey, All right. Watch the left, watch the left, uh, watch the left, and here's the right. Uh, oh, whoa. Oh, Jim just barfed on your fist. <laughs> Mickey and Brick walk through the velvet curtain and see a door with a star on it. They knock. Come in. The dressing room is covered in costumes made of glitter and feathers and flowers sent by her admirers. Sitting in the center of a room is a woman with perfect blonde curls. She is wearing a silk robe on top of a silk robe. The whole time she speaks, she's putting lipstick all over her face. Wow, 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 Coco. You got legs that would make a cardinal kick in a stained glass window. Hey, this better 
be good. But a I'm horse that would ready. make me jump off a fucking bridge. Oh, I'm getting ready for my show. I got a baby at home, and that's exactly like that baby sounds oh, like. Oh, where, where? What do you mean? We mean your voice is obnoxious. Are you that annoying, pesky little P.I.? What do you need from me? Coco, we heard that you might know where Marky DeMark is. Oh, Mackie, that old so-and-so broke my little heart. He came in here you raging. You know what, we're good, we're good. <laughs> I'm <laughs> almost done. This part's not long. Okay. He came hey, in real here. quick, Coco, Coco. What? Can you use this? It's a new thing I invented called a voice modulator. Yeah, it's got, no. a, <laughs> it's got a setting out there that makes you sound like Darth Vader. Or at least a human. <laughs> no, this one's fun, so I'm gonna keep doing Coco, it. Coco, you've got lipstick all over your eyes and cheeks. <laughs> you are, you have completely drenched your face in lipstick. Sort of fun, right? Okay, he came in here raging and raging and told me we couldn't see each other no more because he was in a lot of trouble and owed some bad guys a lot of money. Coco, you're, you're falling asleep as you talk. I'm Tired. I can't imagine the caliber of man that would walk away from a woman like you, Coco. You're a tall stack of pancakes and you're dripping with butter and syrup. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, but get in line. I'm the most shaved after dame in this town. You're the most shaved down dame <laughs> in this town? <laughs> yeah, but I'm also a doll that men are interested in. These yeah, are you things got a we string call on, women. You got a string on the back of your back here. That if I don't pull, pull oh, it, that's I'll a tampon like... string. <laughs> don't pull Oopsie it. Doodle. <laughs> I just yanked out your tampon. Yeah. I am so sorry. I just want to apologize. That, I, I am so sorry. That's... Be careful not to pull it because it'll sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> Completely inappropriate. I'm, I am so sorry. We should not have, he should not have done that. We'll unpack how absolutely horrible that was later. Sure. But first, you got to answer my riddle. I'd love to answer your riddle. This one's called Inspired Composition. A composer of music sat looking out the window, hoping for inspiration. Suddenly, something he saw provided him with the opening theme for a new work. What did he see? I probably saw your beautiful face, Dame. Aw, thank you! <coughs> That's not the answer, though. Well, if you're standing in front of a mirror uh, or a window, a windows are, are reflective by nature, so he probably saw a man in the mirror. And he probably wrote the theme uh, for Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror, but shortly after realized... In this universe and every other universe, we don't mention that no, uh, person no, anymore. Michael Jackson is canceled as fuck, and so he probably uh, immediately backtracked off of that and uh, did some sort of Weird Al twist on Man in the Mirror, like... I'm looking at a man drinking beer. And <laughs> did a little parody of a guy who's drinking Bud Light uh, looking at his bathtub beer. How, how's that for an answer? No. I'm sorry, I've been punched in the head one too many times. And the one time too many was time number 101. It was by your doctor, right? Oh, yeah, my doctor. said you've been punched in the head the exact amount of times. So then he went, one more. <laughs> I heard He's... you're retired from fighting. Well, the wife at home, uh, Miss uh, Vicky the. <laughs> she didn't take your last name? No, she didn't take my last name. And my, of course, my boxing name is, uh, is you know, a uh, 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 fake name. It's a stage name that I put on. My real name is Johnny DePoop. Uh, Can I JDP. not Mickey Rourke? Well, Mickey Rourke is my boxing name. Now, this is what I tried to explain to my doctor when I was writing him a bad check from Johnny DePoop, and he punched me one in the head, and he said, Get out of my office, Johnny. Mm -hmm. Coco. You're the best P.I. in town. How come you can't figure out this riddle? Coco, can you read that one more time? And uh, I hate to say this, but use your voice. <laughs> A 
of music sat looking out the window, hoping for inspiration. Suddenly, something he saw provided him with the opening theme for a new work. What did he see? He saw some sort of bird. Oh! Did he see a bird leaving? No. Maybe a, a songbird, or maybe he saw a piano, a piano bird. No, he didn't hear a bird. He saw several birds. He saw what? a flock, and he yeah, wrote a... Yeah, where, though? Where were they? In a tree. No. Tree bird. Where yeah. else do they like play, to sit? Yeah, I always hold up my lighter and say, play tree bird. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes you see a bird on a plate if it's like a uh, Thanksgiving. No. Maybe he saw him on a wire. Yeah. Birds on a wire? He saw some blackbirds sitting on a telegraph wire. Blackbirds sitting on a telegraph, telegraph wire. Don't stop. <laughs> Take these broken wings and learn to drink. All your life. Oh. I won't, I'm warming up. I'm drinking with a bird <laughs> on a wire. <laughs> He saw some blackbirds sitting on a telegraph wire. Their positions indicated a melody line. Wow, hot, hot damn. And since you two are such jerks and not good at figuring out riddles, I'm going to read you another one. Oh, well, first of all, I resent the being called a jerk, unless you're calling me a soda jerk, which I was kicked out of a soda shop for jerking off. Uh, but the shop was closed in my defense, and I thought it was my home because there was a bed in there. <laughs> You've had an interesting life. Well, I'm a fighter, are. so I've been punched in the head one too many times, as my doctor once said. Mm -hmm. after and of course, me. when he said he saw a bed in there, of course, this is a film Noah, so he saw bread in there. I saw bread. Ooh. Every time he sees a loaf of bread, he just starts whacking off. <laughs> Yuck. That's why I don't go shopping with Mickey no more. And that's hey, how I feel about bread. Didn't you used to be with Madeline DeMarc? Yeah, yeah, for a hot second. What happened but between you got a, the twos of you? You got an hourglass figure that I want to turn upside down and watch your organs. Stay slip away through. from me and my tampon. That's fair. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, I, I can't apologize enough. <laughs> I know. That was a real mistake. What happened between you and Madeline? Yeah, Brett, and now I want to know this too. What happened with you and Madeline? And well, you know, I'm always smoking a ciggy. Yeah. I'm always contemplating and putting the smoke out of my mouth and into the air around me and then putting out the cigarette. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to talk to you about ashtrays, my man. <laughs> one time we were both asleep in the light of the moonlight, and I went to light a cigarette, but it turned out to be one of Madeline's digits. What? Her finger. I tried to light her finger. Oh. Wait, I'm sorry. You Did you wet the tip of her finger in your mouth first? Mm-hmm. I rolled it up. I flayed her finger, mm -hmm. put nicotine powder inside, sure. rolled it up, wetted it with my mouth. I saw her hand. She had no visible scarring. Listen, if you want to know the truth, she left me. Well, that does sound like the truth. Because she met the chief of police. That sounds oh. like a hard truth. And why did you do that you're not a cop anymore? I don't want to talk about that, but let's just say I pulled a tampon out of a... <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a pattern. I am so sorry. <laughs> well, I heard the reason that you're not a cop anymore is because you were selling cocaine while you were employed in the police department and you took a dirty money bribe and then uh, the, instead of uh, just going to jail, you took a sweetheart deal and you just decided that you couldn't be a cop anymore. Well, if you want to talk about the nuts and bolts, then yes, that's why. Okay, yeah, so he was a dirty cop and now I he's a dirty I was skiing bride. the nose slopes, you mm -hmm. see. Getting What's another way of saying that? Pushing the devil's dandruff. What's another way of saying that? He's not cocaine. He's <laughs> not cocaine, woman. Do you not? Peddling fun dip. Listen to it. What's another way of saying that? Uh, who? This guy was watching every episode of Scooby Doo real fast. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that make sense? <laughs> Co 
Coco, isn't your name short for cocaine cocaine? It is. Would you like to buy some? Okay, but first answer my next riddle. Oh. <laughs> How long have we been here? It seems like the Ten sun has years. gone up and down multiple times since coming in here. We got a case to solve, Coco. I know, but I got to pace this out so it's the length of a regular episode. Uh, this is, reminds me of the last time I was in the ring in a boxing match. Now, I could have taken them down with one punch, but my promoter says you got to go 10 rounds and then you got to lose. And I say, I've only lost one thing in my life, and that's control of my bowels on a private airplane. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, former President Bobby Kennedy invited me onto his airplane, and I shit my pants. It's 1948. That's why I said former. Well, never was president. Doesn't matter. Go ahead and tell me your riddle. Speaking of 10 rounds, let, let me get us some drinks. Speaking of 10 rounds, I'll put both of these two pistols down on the... I want a slow Jim Fizz. And I want a slow dance with Jim Fizz, sports announcer for the Boston Bruins. <laughs> All right. In a very exclusive restaurant, several dozen diners are eating a top-class meal upstairs. Several dozen doesn't sound so exclusive to me. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking Chili's in an airport. <laughs> Is this an airport Chili's or several dozen exclusive restaurant? Did I ever tell you about the time when Frank Herbert took me to a private restaurant on an island that's only for Frank monkeys? Frank Herbert, the writer of Dune? <laughs> that's only for... It's only, for, it's only for monkeys. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to tell a story about chilies. Well, I could tell many stories about chilies. I've been kicked out of every chilies in Riddle City, so just the one. As Coco started to read her riddle again, it reminded me that her voice has a, a cadence that would curdle milk. You're narrating out Damn loud. It. It's hurting my feelings, tampon thief. <laughs> I didn't take it. I left it. I left it on the couch here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, are, you, are you telling yeah. me that I've been drinking curdled milk this whole interview? I've had four glasses of this stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Why were you going to drink four glasses of milk in a row? Grown-ups should not drink that much I'm milk. a boxer and an avid gamer. I need it for my bones. All right. In a very exclusive restaurant. Oh, this is going to be bad for my guts. Several dozen diners are hey, eating I gotta be a top-class meal Downstairs, precisely the same meal is being served at the same number of empty places where there's... Your nose is bleeding. <laughs> Coco, your nose. There's there's real typos in this book. It's okay. disturbing. Sure. Typos? Gonna... So some of your blood got on the page? Uh -huh. We all know that you're a typo. In a very exclusive restaurant, several dozen diners are eating a top-class meal upstairs. Downstairs, precisely the same meal is being served at the same number of empty places where there is nobody to eat. What is going on? You must be a typo, because you're giving me a universal boner. <laughs> Does that make sense? Is, am I getting the blood type right on that one? I'll take that back to the lab. So You're giving me an MGM so boner. So many empty... <laughs> oh, MGM? Mighty grown mighty boner. That's my dream, to be discovered and be in a big moving picture. The kind that takes place in the water and the women are wearing the sparkly bathing suits and the swim caps and they dive in in a dream sequence. Well, can I just say that you got a face for movies and a voice for silent films? That's rude. You ever think about how weird it is that Brendan Fraser was technically discovered in Encino Man, but he was also discovered as the plotline to that movie? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Who's Brendan Fraser? I, you know what? I, I'm thinking of Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> Someone who's alive right now. <laughs> For sure. So what, the, the, what we're trying to solve is how the food was the same in a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> like, the this, this food is the same in both parts of the restaurant, but why was everyone... Floor's a mirror. 
No. The upstairs is heaven, downstairs is hell. Everyone was a good little Getting boy. Getting close. Uh, was this in the Hotel is, California? Uh, oh, kind, sort of close. Purgatory? ghosts. No. Ghosts in the attic. No, it's more, the hotel thing's a little closer. I'm sorry, the hotel thing's closer? Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Uh, and uh, the, the heaven and hell thing is farther away. Yeah, so why are there so many empty spots downstairs? Well, everyone eating upstairs was uh, Jewish and saving a chair for Elijah. No. You know how you call uh, going down on someone eating downstairs? I call eating upstairs. What's another way of saying that? Uncles, go down on your wives. <laughs> What's another way of saying that? Chop, chop. It's Munch City. <laughs> What's another way you say Taking that? Taking the elevator down to Pussyville. <laughs> What's another way? Taking your old mouth them. comb down to Afro Park. <laughs> What's another way you say that? Putting the oyster inside Flesh Canyon. And what to know the, I'm trying to get back to you saying watching Scooby-Doo episode <laughs> real fast. <laughs> Never mind. Making a big sandwich, stacking it all on top of each other, and going to Shaggy's house. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the answer is there's a, a hotel and upstairs is... Uh, yeah, it's a sort of kind of hotel. Is it a hostel? No. Okay. A flop house? But why would... Why would there be so many empty tables downstairs? Is downstairs, is that a boat? Downstairs yeah. is hot. Okay, okay, oh, okay. It's okay. a first class restaurant. And you think hotel was the closest guy? On a, like a cruise. Oh, motel. Oh, a boat Upstairs is out on deck. If it rains, the entire company transfers downstairs. Ah, I understand. A backup restaurant. Uh-huh. Okay. You get it. I always arrange a backup fight in case uh, my opponent backs out. And it's usually just as people are entering, my manager's out there scouting people in the crowd. And the biggest, toughest one of those fellas, well, maybe he takes a pass on a few of those guys. They make them pretty big nowadays. Uh, but there's a, somewhere in the middle, my manager's like, hey, you want to make 30 bucks? You, all you got to do is survive eight rounds with a professional boxer. And they never do, but they always it's, make them money. It's the old time, so 30 bucks is a lot of money. Oh, yeah, oh, I took 30 bucks and bought eight Buicks. <laughs> Coco, do us a favor, and before we go, serenade us with one of your famous songs like Chandeliers and Candy Canes. Chandeliers and Candy Canes, give them to me on the plate. I'll eat them both. I'll eat them both. I'm not, I'm not singing for you for free. <laughs> All right, now. Here's 30 bucks. Why, oh, you uh, can get eight. Do it. Now just, uh, besides that, just give us the information we oh, came yeah. for. Oh, yeah. After I fought with him, I saw him talking to that little orphan boy who sends messages all over town. Mm -hmm. They were talking in the alley. He was whispering to him and then handing him some coins for the trouble. But if you seem lucky, tell him I'm looking for him, too. We're not that son of a bitch owes me a lot of money. We're now not... get out, I gotta say. We're not passing messages for you. What do we look like? A couple of little orphan boys? <laughs> I just thought you'd see a pattern that he owes a lot of people a lot of money. What, how much Coco, money did I looked you take? Down, I looked down to the house and your theater that you're about to perform to is as empty as the bottle of bourbon on my desk. And as empty as your future love interests. All in a room together. You nice. know what? <laughs> speaking of Learn. speaking of empty, I better go empty my bowels of all this spoiled milk that I drank. So why don't we, uh, before we head off to our next destination, take a little break? Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of—it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. A Dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, no. And honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could 
Did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have pops up into the frame immediately. If you, like I bought my mom a frame, I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Uh, yeah, people I can, can actually see that. see that. Sometimes I, like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. It's perfect for Mother's Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to I want her to see this stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um, you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame. And the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, you know no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. if I start? Whenever with, you're okay. ready. Henson shaving! You better shave your hair! How was that? It was pretty good. I, it's, it, okay. it was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great! Because the 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 call, my call said yacht rock. I mean, that's why they, that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm I'm Mister Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS International Space Station and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay, now I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, international space. I'll give you a I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel, if that's okay. Perfect. You gotta shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our product. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JBC razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem; it's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach, and so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do that's, we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the 50s, I want to say, mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. Just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. 
in Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah. So she's and not going to. She's be in able a world we can't even us. begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash riddle to pick the razor for you and use code riddle and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash riddle and use code riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, another. Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving! 100 free blades! So is it like Blade siblings, or he, he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how yeah. it works. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. You know what? All of this... All of this trying to get Aaron out of this uh, ancient evil book that she's been sucked into has really drained me, Adel, and I think it's time for us to just take a little nap, and what better way to do it than on our Helix Sleep mattresses? Oh, Helix Sleep is the saving grace in my life right Mm -hmm. now. I'm so stressed, Mm -hmm. I didn't think I'd be able to sleep, but because of my Helix Sleep mattress, I sleep like a baby, even though Aaron's, you know... Somewhere in the dark abyss of uh, the uh, book, uh, and we don't her. know. We don't know what's in the book. We just know that it's a book. We don't know that she doesn't have a Helix Sleep mattress in there. We don't know that inside of the book you can't take the Helix Sleep quiz, which I did, right. and I got matched with a Midnight Lux mattress, which is one of the best nights sleep I've ever had on this mattress. It's it's such a relaxing sleep. And we don't know that that's not what Aaron's experiencing in the book that she got sucked into. Yes, and we realize everybody is unique, mm-hmm. and everyone sleeps differently. You know, Aaron sleeps inside of a book. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I know me, Gemma, our cats, mm-hmm. we all lay on this bed, and we all just zonk. We're all just so comfortable. Yeah. Plus, it's shipped straight to your door, free of charge, and you get a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Plus, models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions, plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if there were to be a mattress that helps you sleep in the abyss of the book that you're trapped into, I think Helix would be a strong contender for making that mattress, which they don't currently, I do have to say. Yeah, and we should say their um, sort of booklet that comes with the mattress, if you open that, you're totally fine. You're not going to, it's not going to put you in a new sort of- The book uh, that Aaron got sucked into was over 100 years old. So Helix hasn't been around as a company for that long. Not to knock them, but I mean, like a lot of companies haven't been around for over 100 years. They're going to be. And that's they because surely will. That's because they're doing such things as offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash riddle and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And don't touch 100-year-old books. <laughs> and as we came back from the ad break, I thought to myself, boy... That Coco Cashmere, with her looks and my brains, we could really go somewhere. Hey, can you not talk while I'm uh, uh, trying to take a shit? Uh, uh, 
It's so distracting. Sorry, I knocked. I wanted to see if there's a ghost shit in here, but nobody said anything. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I was moaning and saying a boo because uh, just trying to, you know, p pass out my business. But I'm all good now, and I don't wash my hands because it's 1948. So let's get out of here and on to the next. Mickey and Brick walk into the alley and talk about their theories they have on the case so far. Well, it seems like uh, Marky DeMarco owed a lot of people money. Coco is former lover, uh, old Jim Fizz, mm -hmm. the local bartender, Moxie. But we still don't know what he needed the money for. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was cashing in debts all over town, making people upset, uh -huh. and uh, talking his little loudmouth mouth off. Sounds to me like maybe he just racked up some debt and then left town. How would a dock worker rack up debt? Maybe he got mixed up in the wrong boat, if you know what I mean. Just then, they see an orphan boy, Scraps, trying to juggle with rocks about 30 yards away. Scraps is wearing glasses with no glass in them and a brown vest. Scraps, he's adorable. Hey, Scrapes. Hey, misters, my hey. name's Scraps. Oh, I thought it was Scrapes. I've, I guess I've only read it. Mm-hmm. Well, my name's Scraps. How can I help you? Do you want to watch me juggle rocks? Speaking Absolutely of, not. Speaking of only Reddit, did I ever tell you about how the time I got in a big old fight with someone on a boxing message board because they were complaining about the fact that I only box amateurs and sometimes with little kids out of the audience for <laughs> right before the match starts and they try to make their 30 bucks and I usually beat the shit out of them. Well, as, I was as going he told his round for story, round I couldn't help but recognize that he sounded just like J.P. Riddle. Anyway, I quit. Quickly left, uh, quickly uh, left off with that uh, message board and went about my business. Now, little scraps, you're still here. They call you table scraps, right? Because you're always sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. My feet don't reach the floor. Well, that's because you're sitting on a high chair. Okay. Hey, I don't have parents. Hey, but... scraps, a little birdie told us that you would be interested in making thirty dollars. That's Buick money, <gasps> boy. That and could buy me parents. And by birdie, I mean a cocoa. <laughs> yeah, oh, a cocoa she's, clock. She's beautiful with Was the voice it? of an angel. Nope. Oh, you're deaf. You're, you're an idiot little kid, and you're so stupid. <laughs> You've only heard one voice, apparently. Yeah. You are two grown men who are bullying me. Can I help you with something? Of course. You ever thought about being a boxer, Scraps? <laughs> no, you know what? That's a conversation for another time. We're looking for a man. We're looking for Marky to Mark. Oh, yeah. Marky DeMarc gave me some money to send a message to someone. I'll tell you all about it, but first you have to answer some of these riddles for kids! Does anybody ever say that your name could be S-Craps? I hurt my Read those. feelings. <laughs> Read those riddles. I don't get it. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, I understand now. Read those riddles to us, little boy. All right. Okay, hold on. I'm just, I, I have all these crutches. Oh. Trying to get the stuff out of my pocket. Wait, you have all those crutches, and yet earlier you were going to juggle rocks for us? Yeah. Oh, you're selling these crutches, right? Uh-huh. I sell crutches. <laughs> also, I need them. <laughs> sure. Getting high if you're on supply. Uh, our buddy Brick knows oh, all about that. Scraps just made himself laugh so hard. <laughs> it's a real kid move. What a kid move. Anyway. I'm get, getting high off my own supply. Mm -hmm. Okay, are you ready for some riddles for kids? Yep. Well, ready as will ever be. By getting high on your own supply, you mean those crutches are way too tall for you. So I know. <laughs> you look like an actor in The Lion King. Ding, 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 round one. Sorry, just to put it in a boxing terminology that I understand. Uh, I, I, I'm a little starstruck right now. I'm sometimes the person who walks by you with the round one little chalkboard. Yeah, you are sometimes there. Oh, you're you a know. ring girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sort of a ring girl. You know you got to do that for every round, right? Mm-hmm. Often it's like one, seven, four, you're doing it all backwards and shit. I thought they just told me to list my favorite numbers in order. Your, Your favorite was a ring girl, mm -hmm. Madeline, but 
I wasn't willing to give her one. <gasps> so she walked right out of there. Oh, this sounds like a memory. Left me for the chief of police. And he was she willing to propose to her when I had the chance. He was willing to propose to her? Mm-hmm. Mm. Madeline DeMarc, the prettiest woman in the city. She's so hot. She's Aaron Keefe, levels of hot. People keep saying that. <laughs> Aaron Keefe, that's that woman who She's year- a Riddle City, too. <laughs> Aaron Keefe, that's that woman who years ago got her dress caught in the mouth of the animatronic shark. <laughs> she doesn't. Shut. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Although, do you know, remember the story that Aaron Keefe told where she walked around downtown Chicago mm-hmm. and her dress mm-hmm. was tucked mm-hmm. under her backpack and people That's were right. laughing mm-hmm. at her? Yep. Anyways, here are some riddles for kids. She's got nipples the size of Lunchables. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? And not the pizza kind. <laughs> how do rabbits travel? Oh, how do mm. rabbits... So this is going to be some sort of pun. They fuck like bunnies. Oh, very good. How do rabbits travel? Uh, uh, they, they hop on a train. Hmm. How do rabbits travel? They, they they drive in a carrot, like mm. like a carrot, but These with a carrot. These are all funny and yeah. they work, but not the one I'm looking for. They get from hair rabbits? to there. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's mm. amazing, and you have you're sort of close. They with take one a, of those words. they take the hairline. Uh? Airline. Yeah. Hair. Airplane. They, they, yes. they fly in the hair. By airplane. Airplane. Well done. <clears throat> ow! Ow! Wow. I'm, I'm getting, look, I blocked one of them. You did? Yeah, you did go, You did well. And to be fair, I was trying to chop those crutches in half. I never meant to hit you. You're a kid. You, you leaned into you the... You knew a lot by accident, mister. <laughs> oh, you heard about that? That's... Yeah, it's in the paper already. Look at the paper. Oh, Man no. pulls tampon string, apologizes for 20 minutes. And I would... Page 28, there's got to be... <laughs> It's got to be bigger news than that. Well, I, 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 I don't know if I mentioned to this, but I also write for the paper, and sometimes I jot down some of the things that you uh, do when I sell them for. Hey, I got a baby at home, friend. I got to make a little scratch on the side. What's your baby's name again? I, I won't know until he turns 21. I fight him in the ring. <laughs> You're a dad? I am a dad. Could you? Well, you I prefer the term for, Papa. Do you have any room for, I don't know, an eight-year-old boy. I got my little baby and my beautiful wife and a motorcycle that don't work too well, and those are the only things in my life. Actually, I also have a toothbrush and a, uh, what's it called, a duvet cover. Uh, that's mine. <laughs> but yeah. no but no comforter under the duvet cover? No, the, the comforter belongs to the wife. The duvet cover is mine, okay? A you lot know, of these things were passed on from my dad, who died tragically at war. You know, speaking of comforter, I think Madeline would have stayed with me if I could have comforted her. But of course, I always slept on my side, facing the opposite way. That's why she went with that chief of police. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of reasons. Yeah, Sometimes sure. we don't appreciate how great a love is until it's gone. That, like you me said with... you're eight years old? Mm-hmm. You have the brain and soul of a 42-year-old and the legs of a two-year-old. <laughs> well, losing your parents will, will do that to you. Oh, I can find them for you. I'm a PI, along with my assistant PI. No, no, they're dead. I saw. Then you didn't lose them. (laughs) Okay. Wait, you saw? How'd they die? No! You just saw the animatronic shark? Mm Mm-hmm. What's a restaurant on the moon like? Luna. Luna. Great food, no atmosphere. He knew it. Yeah, I did know that one. Because I've been to the moon. Well, I've boxed a man whose name was Jimmy the Moon. He was as big as the ring. (laughs) And it took me about a hundred punches, but finally I wore through that thick skull of his, and he went down hard. Didn't you famously punch him in the stomach where he had an X with Band-Aids, and then his shorts would fall down, and then you'd punch him while he tried to pull him up? No. (laughs) All right. I must be thinking of someone else. (laughs) Probably a different story, friend. I don't know know what that is. Just a... Just a big man that I punched a bunch. All now right. listen here, Scraps. You I got, got any more? two more. All right, hurry up. 
With black... Tumor? You better not go to a hospital with that kind of talk. It's not a tumor. <laughs> What's black and white and Riddle pink. City. What's black and white? Riddle and, City. And pink all over. What's pink? I know. I realize that now. <laughs> What's black and white and pink all What's over? What's black and white and pink all over? Oh boy. Uh, probably uh, one of the uh, dirtiest fighters I ever fought. His name was Johnny Pink Eye, and man, oh man, he would touch poop with his hands. <laughs> but in the ring, he was a real uh, devil. You didn't want to get anywhere near those fists because, like I mentioned, he would touch poop with his hands. I feel like you've boxed a lot of characters. What are the top three craziest people you faced in the ring? Okay, okay. Top three pe craziest people I ever uh, faced in the ring. Well, number one with a bullet. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll go in reverse order. Let's start with number three. One of them had a gun? Yes, he did. <laughs> number uh, one had bullets? His name was the DC Sniper. <laughs> he, he had a gun with a bullet, and uh, he was a terrible man. I took him down quick. Uh, so uh, let's not even count him. Uh, number three, uh, Tony the Tiger. He was a cartoon tiger. Uh, boy, oh, boy, he had a reach. He had 8 to 12 feet reach on him, and his hands would grow longer and stretchier, uh, but he was pretty two-dimensional, so I got his boxing powder down and got him down quick. Number two, I fought uh, Ross, the character from Friends. <laughs> uh, not uh, David Schwimmer, uh, keep in mind, but Ross, the character he played. Was he on a break? Oh, yeah, he took a break. I broke his fucking neck. Uh, went to jail for a couple of minutes. Uh, after that fight, I was not supposed to be punching him below the belt. Uh, he was bending over when I punched him in the neck. And then number one, the number one kookiest character I fought uh, in the ring uh, goes by the name of Leonardo DiCaprio. No relation. Uh, and it was a the, the bill with the arena had never been packed uh, more. It said DiCaprio versus Rourke, a boxing match. And people came and they were sorely disappointed at just seeing two average boxers punching <laughs> each other. Nothing to do with the celebrities that share their names. Was that one of the riddles? Yes. Okay. And here's the last What's one. What's black and white and sometimes pink? Is that, oh, did we solve more. that? What's black and white and pink all over? It's someone's genitals inside a newspaper. Ah, the old newspaper trick. <laughs> when you go to a movie but it can't afford popcorn. You say, I want to read this newspaper and your, your genitals are mm -hmm, inside of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's uh, the answer? Okay, okay. An embarrassed zebra. A what? An embarrassed zebra. I don't know what a zebra is. What are you oh, making fun of me? It's a horse, but with it looks, it's a little different. But just then say, say a horse. That. Say uh, a different horse. Right, a horse of a different color. It's a horse of a different color who's embarrassed. Gotcha. Well, here's your last one. Why is the Mississippi such an unusual river? It's Ooh. got more eyes than it's got S's. That's pretty close. And is that true? It's got more than two eyes. It says that you're getting close. It's got a... A lot of people... Got more pee, it's got more pee than uh, that uh, bridge peer who we classically solved the case where he was diluting the water in the city and trying to poison everybody with his piss supply. It's killed more Jeff Buckley than most river. Huh? Oh, what? yeah, you're right. We didn't tell anybody about that. I forgot about that. Scraps, you tell us. I, I was, sold. I'll see you in the boxing ring. I was drinking pee, but for how long? Why couldn't I taste it? Look, we're all drinking pee, kid. Anyway... <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. That's what PI stands for, piss ingestion. Mm-hmm, mm. And I'm a private PI, so we keep that secret that everyone's ingesting piss. All right, here's the answer. It is four eyes but cannot see. Woof. Woof. Woof, woof, woof. Woof, woof, woof. Scraps, what's going on here? Taking <laughs> off your hoodie? <laughs> That's the slowest process. Things getting hot in here? You getting nervous? <laughs> Getting a little nervous. All right, Scraps, you tell us right now. We've solved your little riddles. Okay, okay, fine. Well, you told us the answers for most of them, but you need to tell us what Marky DeMarky is. Marky sent me down to the docks to talk to his old friend turned enemy, Grip Wilson. Okay. 
He told me to tell him that he finally found a way to give him the money he owes him from that gambling game he lost. He just needs 12 more hours. You should just go talk to Grip about it. Marky was involved in gambling, eh? And ask him if he got his money the next morning. I don't know, but if you see Marky, tell him I'm looking for him, too. That son of a bitch owes me a lot Whoa, of money. Language, oh, language, you little eight-year-old boy. I'm sorry. Child of a bitch. You keep talking like that, you don't deserve parents. Oh, a gambling game. I played a gambling game with Madeline. I bet she'd never leave me. She called my bluff. Hmm, seems like you got a lot to unpack on your own personal time. Let's get down to the docks and talk to Grip, and I'll maybe give him a grip that he won't forget. Would you like a crutch to go? Yeah, okay, what do we got? I guess. Sure, why not? Right, here you go, and money please. Money please? Yes. All right, kid. Here's one Buick worth of money. Oh. So, do the math. 30 divided by 8. 30 divided by 8. Five. That doesn't tool. exactly go in well. Well, here's enough for a Mazda Miata. Oh, Ping. my God. A nickel. Enjoy. I it. Always buy domestic. All right. Legetta. Shall we head on down to the... To go find Grip Wilson? Yeah, Grip, we should have headed to these docks to begin with, it seems. The gentlemen chat on the way to the docks. You know, sometimes salad is too dry. Ah, yes. You know what you gotta do? Throw some scrambled eggs into that salad. Ooh, doesn't that then become a burrito? Hmm, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Well, that's a burrito. <laughs> I guess. When they finally arrive, it's well past midnight, and the fog is hanging out over the water. It's a little too quiet and a little too cold. Mickey recognizes Grip right away. Can I have your coat? <laughs> sure. I'm cold. Here we go, let me paint you. One coat. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Ooh, look, it's Grip Wilson. Hey, Grip! He's boxed against him many times. Grip is 6'6 six, six and has a scar across the length of his face. It sort of looks like he has some fresh scars and bruises all over the rest of his body. He looks like he was handsome once, but being tough has really done a number on him. Mm, Grip, you look like you've just taken a tumble. Well, if it isn't Mickey, I used to be a boxer. Now I'm a snitch, Rourke. Come here to fight me? First of all, I'm not a snitch. I saw something and I said something, which is every American's civic duty. Oh, I caught him. I caught Grip. He's a snitch. He's worth, what is that, 1,200 points? <laughs> no, oh. he was calling me a snitch. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought we might win the game if I caught him. <laughs> no, no, no. Grip, you old so-and-so, you old husky son of a musky. We want to know where Marky the Mark is, and we want to know it now. And don't make me take you out with one of my classic punches. Ooh, you're going to take him out and buy some punch? <laughs> yeah, well, you stick around long enough, and we just might see. We'll take you to the fanciest boat restaurant in town. You think, you think that I couldn't kill you with just looking at you? You think that I couldn't, you think that I couldn't punch you out? Oh, well, excuse us, Marge Simpson. We're looking for Grip Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here, and this is also my voice. This is how deep... Homie! <laughs> this is the deepest my voice can go. My name's Brent. My name's... What did Marge Simpson say when she walked into an Airbnb that reminded her of her place? Bart! <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> so you're looking... <laughs> Bump, set, pop the ball. <laughs> So you're looking for Marky, huh? Yes, we are. We're looking for Marky to Mark. All right. No relation. Well, obviously, before I answer any questions about Marky, you've got to answer my riddle. All right, Grip, make it quick. A man jumped 150 feet entirely... Impossible! <laughs> Hold on. Okay. A man jumped 150 feet entirely under his own power. He landed safely. 
How did he do it? He jumped from on top of a building into an inflatable bag below. Mm-hmm. No. He jumped on the moon. No. It was a leap of faith. He asked a he asked a woman to marry him, and she said yes. Jesus no. Jesus took the wheel. No. Was this man standing on top of something when he jumped off? Yeah. It wasn't all at once. It was in quick succession. No, it was all at once. His one jump was he a base jumper? Did he have some sort of cord tied to his legs? No, but you're sort of right that there's some athletics or something involved. A parachute, oh, yeah, a bunch uh, of jumpers. The trapeze artist, jump. Oh, he's a frog. No. The man was a frog. Good guess, man. No. Is this frog man? No. Is the man French? No. Did you swallow a frog? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my frog? Chancey, my lucky frog. Grip, you give him back or I'll punch you in the gut and make you throw him up. All right, he'll come out next time I sneeze. Okay. <laughs> that could be a while, but we'll, but might as well wait for it. I'll stick a pencil in my nose to get the props. You started. said 150 feet? Mm-hmm. He jumped off something and it was uh, during a sport. Hmm, what more? He was jet skiing. Not jet skiing. Parasailing. And uh, oh, was it a skiing? Yeah, he was a ski jump. He was, ski, he was a ski slope, and he, he was base jumping. Can you go 150 feet up when you're skiing? Is that something that's real? I sure. don't know. That's <laughs> fucking insane. All right, go one more. Right and he just more. landed without breaking any legs? Grip, this riddle was written on mustard on a napkin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's mustard. It's it's black, but... <laughs> All mustard's black. Be anything. You can tell when you smell it. Yeah. And most we have to depend on smell a lot in this world. Doing this voice is making me dizzy. <laughs> well, you can change that if you like. no. I have this voice modulator. You can sound like Darth Vader. The only setting... Hey, what's the big <laughs> Oh, no, this is a go-go setting. Smash, smash, smash. All right, here's your second mm-hmm. The string in the cloth. Oh, what? Did you read the paper, too? <laughs> no. Our buddy's got a lot to apologize for. A man lay dead in the field next to a piece of string and a cloth. How did he die? He pulled a tampon out of a woman and she <laughs> shot it. He shouldn't have done it. No, but I just read what you did in the paper. Uh, yeah. Pretty messed up. That's what I just asked. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Man lies dead in a field next to a string and a cloth. What, yeah. Did the cloth have any writing on it? Maybe, but probably not. Was it embroidered? Probably. Stitching? I don't know. You don't know? This reminds not me important. of Madeline when she left me. I promised her love with no strings attached, but... She pulled the cloth over my eyes, left me for the chief of police. It sounds like she was being huh? pretty upfront with uh, the fact that she was leaving well, you. There's no time for this. I'm sorry. I'm you gave multiple indications that you weren't interested in her, and she kind of found somebody else. It sounds thought I like. was doing an aside, but it happened to be a B-front. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, v- very good. Uh, now, you said, you said that the cloth was attached to the string? No? Yes. It was? Was this a kite of some sort? Ding, ding, ding. Nice. Oh, no, don't, 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 around Mickey, don't say ding, ding, ding. No, I hold punch, punch, punch. Oh, Mickey's the type of guy who punch you in the teeth and then kick you in the stomach for mumbling. Oh, I'm sorry, Grip, I'm sorry. Punch, 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 punch. punch, punch. Oh, you win. Round no, one, no. round two, punch, 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 punch. And both our necks snap up and our heads uh, go all slack down and we push our heads back down. Punch, 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 punch. 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 Oh, no more rock'em sock'em, boys. You got it, Grip. You're still a good boxer and I'm all old and washed up. I got a baby at home and a wife to boot. I know how I Wash, washed up just like that whale of a lie that Madeline told me. Tried to push her back into the ocean, but couldn't because it was a new relationship with the chief of police. And gas blew up inside <laughs> it. Because it's all the fish parts to blow up oh. all over the beach. You ever seen a pelican drink Coke? 
<laughs> is that a thing? No. Seagulls eat pop rocks? It's it's a seagull that gets shot with a bullet. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Makes them explode. They kill them every time. Do you know that if you light the, dynamite and put it inside of a seagull, they'll explode? Mm -hmm. That's the drink that I order at the Moxie. The exploding seagull? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's just gin, right? Yeah, with some seagull parts. <laughs> okay. Well, Grip, any more riddles? No, but I have the, I have the information. I well, uh, you know, make like a tree and give me that information, <laughs> Grip. I saw Marky at about 5 a.m. He told me he was going to get the money from Coco. He was going to take all of her jewelry and sell it. Okay, we already been there. But between you and me... Sure. Oh, jewelry, that reminds me of the foolish games I was playing with Madeline. She was the jewel of my heart. Living in a car for some time. How many of these do you think you still have in you? Not many. <laughs> Okay? But between you and me, Coco would kill him before she would let him do that. Wait a second. Are you saying that he was planning to steal from Coco and you think that Coco killed him? I think that she could have. This is just like that Pixar movie. Uh, Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story, yeah, that's right. I wouldn't trust Coco, not even a little bit. The men rush back to the Moxie just as Coco is singing her last song of the night. They sneak into her dressing room and start to no, look around. No, before we do that, let's let's hear this last song. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> just, in the house. It's let's, just it's just the end of the song. Here I am at the microphone. What a mistake! Let's go yeah. back to the dressing room. Let's go back to the dressing room. The song was "Here I Am at the Microphone," yet she was singing ten feet away from the microphone. <laughs> All right, Rick, we gotta be quick, okay? We gotta find any evidence. We gotta find any clues. <laughs> That it was Coco that did the deal. <laughs> okay, first of all, let's look all right. for her jewelry. Let's if it's still around, here, yeah. right. uh, then, uh, you know, uh, uh, Marky didn't steal it. All right. Well, this looks like costume jewelry to me, but surely there's something precious. Oh, there's a locked trunk here. Oh, it's shaking about and moving. Mm, okay. There's some muffled screams in Brick there. Brick has a hunch and he looks in the trunk. Whoop. In the back of our closet. I can't believe you actually said that. That's part of the evidence. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what a little miracle. I wrote it down. Somebody in a trunk? No. Oh. No. Just a trunk? Yeah. But kind of cool. Was I, it I, Yeah. I kick it open. Sorry. Let me take that again. <laughs> <laughs> in it, he finds a silk robe covered in blood. A knife adorned with glittery music. Wait. Notes. This could be mustard. Let me smell it. Nope. The black stuff is blood. Oh, okay. He, he thought, better give it a taste, too. No, oh, that's mustard. <laughs> No, it's blood with a lot of mustard in it. Ah, sometimes you use mustard to clean blood out of silk. A knife adorned with glittery music notes in the clothes Marky was last seen in, also covered in blood. And a map that says, inconspicuous places to hide bodies. Man, there's also a severed penis in here. <laughs> huh. huh, what's to do with that? And then they talk about other things oh, they see around the room. Let me put it on my forehead. Look, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> oh, now you do one. Uh, okay, do some prop comedy. I'm also a unicorn. <laughs> what's me, the game here? Let me here? put it on my dick. Look, I have a dick. <laughs> well, it seems like this case is open and shut. Uh, should we take it back to the chief of police, or do you hate that son of a bitch so much you can't put pride aside? I can put, like a... Like a lion ordering an appetizer, I can put pride aside. Mickey calls the police. <laughs> and as Coco comes off stage, Brick breaks the news to her that she's busted. You're busted. Oh, thank you so much for Hold the on, applause. You, you were, you were I early. I really appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. You two again. There's two things that are busted. Your voice and you as, a, as, as an entity. How dare you? You never make fun of a woman's voice. <laughs> well, well that's true. Make an exception. And what do you mean I'm busted as an entity? We found a trunk in your room with bloody clothes. Both yours and Marky's, a what? knife 
And a seven penis. Seven, boy, that's a th fourth thing. And then also a map about where to hide bodies. That's not mine. You might as well admit it, Coco. Ooh, pour some milk over you, because you're crispy. Is Mikey dead? Well, my Mikey? Well, yeah, we, <gasps> we assume so. Oh, my gosh. It, it's not mine. It's not mine. Wait a second. Let's put this knife in her hand. It doesn't fit. You're saying you're, it's, it's like a bomb that you don't step on, not mine? Not mine, but uh, you're gonna take me off to jail anyway. I'll take the fall for this, but you'll be sorry. Wait, we're gonna be sorry? You'll be sorry. Well, tell us this, Coco. Who else would have a key to this trunk or access to this backstage room? I don't know, but stop asking me so many questions. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Well, let me ask you one more thing. Grip down at the docks, I believe we were at the docks, mm -hmm. said that uh, Marky came to you to, to get the money. Why would he get the money from you when he owed you money? What was the money for? Was that the money he was let borrowing from you? He owed me some money, but he had a gambling problem. He, so did he have kept a borrowing and borrowing from people, and it was just a circle of debt. But I didn't kill him, and you'll be sorry. This reminds me. Oh, oh, I'm no, sorry. No, no, absolutely, you go. I was just gonna say that this reminds me of my wedding photos, if and that I don't remember if they've been framed. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, Coco, I want to ask of you to sing one more song, if you don't mind singing one of your... get me right up on the microphone. I'm on Nowhere the near microphone. that microphone. I'm getting even closer Miles away from that microphone. microphone. She's trying to get away. No, come back here, Coco. Okay, you go to jail. You go to jail. Okay, but you'll be sorry. Another case solved. As the gentlemen walk home in the morning light, they pass the train station. As the train pulls out of the station, Brick sees Madeline DeMarc, the chief of police, and Marky DeMarc in the train car window laughing and toasting champagne. Or at least he thinks he saw them, but that couldn't be them, right? What's going on here? Probably a coincidence. Let's go get Sloppy Joes. <laughs> I'm hungry. End of part one. Part one? Yeah, that's what she said, part one. To be continued in a different episode? Mm -hmm. And uh, let's get out of black and white. Back to our reality. Ah, ah, what is this? Ah, too much. Overload. Uh, You're covered in mustard and uh, blood, Adol. What the heck? I'm pissing mustard. Whoa, mustard and blood in the same bottle? Now that's something that Heinz Corp could get behind. Okay, Shark Tank, I have a pitch for you. Um, so what do we think? Was that fun? That was super fun. And I'm genuinely intrigued. Yeah. Now I have. Did you write this? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. This wasn't written by a man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote it. Wow, Aaron, this was great. Thank you so much for uh, for, for doing this, uh, what would you call it, film noir style riddle? Mm -hmm. Hey, noir well, we'll, we'll noir No, let's do it right now. I hey, need Riddle City? That's it. Hey, Ooh, Riddle City. I like that. Uh, Can I ask how many hours did it take for you to come up with the worst voice possible? <laughs> um, that came naturally to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, no, this, uh, this was fun to write this story, and I've... I uh, did an arc for two more episodes, so Ooh. if you like, we also don't have to return to this. No, we must. But if you like it and then the audience likes it, we can come back and you'll find out. Damn, Erin keeps yes, a regular please. Noah with how many arcs she's doing. <laughs> I read a lot of Wikipedia pages on a lot of film noirs. Mm. You call them noirs? Noirs. <laughs> noirs. Uh, besides all the work that you've done for this episode, Erin, is there anything else that you would like to plug? Um, follow me, Erin Keefe 10 
on Instagram and information about my new web series <gasps> uh, will be on there and also uh, the shows that I do. Please follow me there and then also Twitter if you want, but I don't really tweet. Adel? Um, you can check me out on, I just did a podcast called Shuffle Quest. Uh, it's a wrestling RPG that was a blast to play. Please listen to that and hear me play a robot wrestler. Um, you can also follow me at AdelRefy on Twitter and Instagram. Come check us out at World News Tonight every Saturday at 10 p.m. and 8 p.m. at IO Theater. A quick note about that, though. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't have a long time to talk. Mm-hmm. Like last night, so many amazing, nice people were yeah. there. And Please say hi to us. But definitely also, say hi. Yeah. But uh, we're so sorry because it's usually like in between shows and we have a 10 o'clock show. So like we want we wish we could sit and talk to you for a really long time. But yeah. uh, And if you get four fucking can't. words out of me, you should count yourself fucking lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> JPC, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at JPSoFly. You can follow me on Instagram at SharkBarkman. You can subscribe to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash HeyRiddleRiddle. Go to our TeePublic store and check out some of our merchandise. Maybe we're doing live shows. Who fucking knows? Go to HeadGun.com slash live and see if you see our icon on there. If you see it, we're doing live shows. If you don't, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> and maybe next year, baby. Also, once we get to 1500 Apple reviews. We're going to do another AMA episode. I think yeah. we're fairly close. So, Are so cool. yeah, somewhere um, in there. So pressure your friends into reviewing us on uh, on uh, Apple uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you do not have an Apple ID, then you can make a fake Apple ID. You'll have to get a new phone number, and you'll have to connect that to a new phone. Now, since mm-hmm. all of the phone numbers on planet Earth are already taken up by people who already got there first, mm-hmm. sorry, you'll have to go to planet Jupiter. Oh, the voice. Bye What's forever. wrong with this voice? <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.